One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Chucky, hola, get the breath out loud. A one-way ticket, please, I've lost my bus pass. It's Chucks and Hobbies looking so tense, man. A Kylo fucking region, this man. Came around the fucker, fucking fuck off. Jesus said on the cross, two pins of boots, plenty things, and the fuck is the lost. Who's next to me? Those Palestinian flags, they stand by Palestine. I mean, when they were out in Sundance, they said free Palestine. They said that everywhere they went to. Yeah. You know, and it was widely reported. Um, and oh, there's like it's there's a ketamine sequence in it where Jerry Adams' head appears on one of the boys' heads. And it, it's unbelievably realistic. You really would think that it's Jerry Adams on ketamine. <laughs> but <laughs> whenever the you were mentioning the meal. Yeah, yeah. Sort of the attack. But they really did, you know, as you know, an attack job. And then you had Villiers, that horror story, who was the Secretary of State mm. for Northern Ireland. She was saying it's outrageous, you know, that there's been lottery funding for this. And, you know, oh, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah, like, I, the thing is, and I looked at kneecap, like you've laid out an awful lot about, uh, and I don't think... That, Again, it's a bit like the wolf tones in that I don't think, um, you know, talking about the North and whatever, you know, the future is through uh, how kneecap go about their go about their music is necessarily um, the, mo- the, the, the way of doing it in the round because they are also like getting that male story, getting all this, this is, this is the, this is the, currency for any kind of act trying to get attention you know you always want to be you want to be condemned by people like the male and so the best way of them doing that i don't no doubt their their convictions and all of this but there's the best way for them doing that is to be as uh brash and upfront and as uh extravagant as they can be now i don't think at the same time i don't i i don't think celebrating i think you can make a point that you believe about, you know, people who stood by you during the troubles without saying we're going to celebrate everything. I think when you talk about, and when you, you know, and I do feel even when you talk about Hamas and, and you know, 
this idea, you know, if Gideon Levy says it was like a slave revolt, that's that's fine. That's his opinion. But at the same time, but that's what it was. But also there was there was there was barbaric barbaric and there was brutality in that. That was was brother. brother. I, the, the, I have to, never seen. I've never seen barbarity on the scale of what Israel well, is doing. I didn't say that. 30, I think, 30, uh, Joe, 36 hospitals all destroyed. Yeah, Joe, I think you can, you can understand. But you, all, I, all of we their not, universities I'm destroyed. Not making, I'm not disagreeing you know, with that. I'm setting not. setting Joe, explosives Joe, throughout Joe. The, the, the last remaining university, the Palestinian. Joe, Joe, listen to me. And raising it to I, the ground. Yeah, I understand you know, As though you were that. raising a building in New York I, to build a new skyscraper. I understand all that. Nobody's yeah, like, I've never uh, seen anything I've, systematically yeah, starving that, a population of two million people. Yeah. All these all these trucks lined up at the gates and the gates can't be opened. But that's, know, that's, and the most powerful nations in the world watching this happening. It's horrendous. And then joining, it's and then joining, and then joining yeah. the lies. Joining yeah. the lies about it. But but that doesn't mean yeah. that uh, so uh, you know uh, uh, rape uh, and uh, sexual uh, violence you know, by Hamas uh, uh, in uh, uh, October you know what? seven. You know what? If you think if you, you, know, you, if know you think rape is uh, none is of that is proven, as you well know. On, none of that is proven. These was, people, these people, these people have and would say anything. You could give them the benefit of the doubt for a while, but this is sustained, systematic genocide of a population, that, and I cannot. There, you know, I'm not going to engage in this in a logical way. It is demented. It is demonic. It is insane. My father used to say, you know, when you were talking about sort of thinking about somebody who was radical, you know, authoritarian, all those sorts of things, there's no point in having a logical argument. He would say, it's like evening your wit to Jack Russell. You know, these people, as Gabor Mate said, you know, not even the they're, they're such liars. He's a Holocaust survivor that not even the opposite of what they say is the truth. It, there is no discussion about this. There is no sort of back and forth. This is an annihilation of a defenseless population in front of our eyes. I, that's, Snipers killing kids I, I, the, when they're walking across the road holding white flags. You know, you know 6,000 hostages being held by Israel. That they've just Joe, taken. See, the thing that is, they've right? just taken. The thing is, I, I, I history did Joe, not start Joe, on the seventh of October. No, I, didn't, I, I didn't say any. You're, you're, you're plucking things out of here that I haven't said. But I'm making right? the point. I know you. Let me that just I will finish. not anymore listen to anybody saying but Hamas. I'm I'll not, not listen to it. It's fucking insane. I'll not listen to it because we're seeing one of the most powerful armies in the world systematically starving a population, I agree destroying with that. their hospitals, okay. people having limbs amputated without. But you, any medication but without any think, anesthetic. I, but I think you make it easy for people to attack what I you're saying. I don't care that you right? get, I okay? can make it as because easy as the one I'll, like, I'll not oh, hear This it. hasn't been proven when there's a huge there body is not, of evidence. There is there, not. There is. You cannot believe you a know, thing they've said. Joe Biden, Joe Biden said that he saw the pictures of 40 beheaded babies that didn't exist. They, they are, they are, they are the most, most pathological liars Who I've are? ever seen. The Who? Israelis. Everything they say is a lie. But this is the, the, the New York Times. I mean, they will say the New York Times. Who look. pays for the New York Times? You can't say a word. You can't say a word of sympathy about what's happening to the Palestinians in America. Oh, you're gone. Yesterday, yesterday when we were on the march, a girl from Palestine whose entire family, there are 183 people sheltering in her father's house. They kept saying to the press, do not take any photographs of her. Do not take any videos because she will be blacklisted. She'll never be able to travel again. 
you see why why like this is i it's horrendous it's absolutely horrendous i don't disagree with anything you I'm say i'm not having any, i'm not having okay. any balance in this because there is no balance in this right. it's insane okay i don't do this anymore <laughs> you're it yeah yeah i just think that stuff is too much it is too much it's too much for anybody yeah i know but all that you can't that guy was weeping yesterday on stage no, I, know, but I, don't, I just don't think it's good for i just I, I i don't know what to do or what to say or what well, anybody you're can right do about all that i just think when you go you know and then you say and then michael martin says then michael martin says you know um you're right I know, like it's, what what does anybody say? Like it, dri it drives you. But it doesn't. And then you know what? You, and then anyway, you know what you want to do. You want to say like way. I don't want to think about this anymore. Don't talk to me about it because it's driving me mental. No, but it doesn't in any uh, way uh, undermine what you're saying about what's happening, what the Israelis are doing in Palestine. To say actually, you can go too far. You can do things that are disproportionate, that are 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 criminal, yeah. that are barbaric and yes, brutal when you're when you are responding to oppression. Of course, you can do things that are crimes. Of okay, course you can. okay, of course you can. okay. That's all I want you. All I want you to stuff the provost. Then. Yeah, I know. That's all I want. Yeah, nobody can, nobody can stand all. over that. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Okay. Finally, but it was that's, created by oppression. I I, I don't doubt it's that. No, but like oh, the, the 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 history of the world is full. Of stories of oppression, which were then responded to by acts of yeah. of, of terrible, terrible violence, and th yeah. that's all I'm saying about October the seventh. I'm not, I'm never going to be able to be what to, to be in a position where you say that that actually is is okay, right? That's what I'm saying. All right, and I mean, you look at you look at um, just bringing it back now to to you're right, yeah. Just bringing it back to um, the Irish language thing, which is an important thing. It's a really important thing because, you know, they are provoking young people to say, you know, we, we, we need to get on this and we need to be serious about the mm -hmm. Irish language because, you know, one of, the, one, of the, one of the things that's a sort of a recurring line in it was... You know, this is before the Good Friday Agreement. So, you know, it starts when they're young. Every word spoken in Irish is a bullet fired in the cause of Irish freedom. You see, this is what the Michael Fassbender characters telling these two small boys dressed in their cowboy outfits. And young people are reacting very strongly to that message because they know that the boys are taking the piss a lot as well about the Brits and the Queen and all that. And they're... And why shouldn't they? Do you know what I mean? Like, why, why, why shouldn't they? And, you know, the idea whenever... Like, whenever Ian Paisley Jr., Ian Oak, as they cast him, says, you know, oh, this is absolutely outrageous, you know, and they said, they said, oh, you know, well, you know, I know that Ian Senior would be turning in his grave if he could see us here. But Ian Junior were surprised because we used to sell him cocaine. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you're sort of left thinking, you're left thinking, did they? <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming that that's just, you know, made up. And then they say, look, you know, look, 
TUP guys, you're overreacting. Like we're, we're, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to do a private screening for you. We'll do the popcorn. We'll do the, we'll do all that. The refreshments. Come and enjoy it, you know. And uh, we'll all, we'll all, <laughs> we'll all have some fun. And as you say, they're loving this. Yeah. And the Americans are loving it. I mean, when they were out there, every time you know, some outrage was being reported. You know, by Edwin Putz or Ian Paisley or something like that. You know. They were absolutely delighted because one of the weapons that was used by the British, of course, here, you know, they used famine, they used mass murder, executions, all the things that we know about. But one of the most cruel and effective weapons was to attack Irishness, Irish culture, go right into it, your sense of identity, your language. You know, so before the famine, even though, I mean, so starting with the statute of Kilkenny, fucking Kilkenny again, like cricket. Bloody hell. Me Aunt Maura had some laugh at the, at the, at uh, Hyde going to see the uh, Kilkenny hurling match and half the team lying down for a rest in the middle of it when they got too tired. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the statute of Kilkenny in 1367 made it illegal for English colonists in Ireland to speak Irish. Because what was happening was they were coming over, they were becoming immersed in Irish culture and they were learning to speak Irish. So that was banned. And it was also banned for the native Irish people to speak Irish when they were interacting with English colonists. Now it was a very subtle start. Then in 1537, the Statute of Ireland, which was described, and she is here, the Statute of Ireland, an act for the English order, habit and language, prohibiting the use of the Irish language in the Irish Parliament. So you could no longer use it. The political representatives couldn't use it. So it was subtle. 1541, the use of Irish was banned in any era, area of Ireland under English rule, which were very substantial portions of Ireland in 1541. And then the Administration of Justice Language Act Ireland was passed in 1737. And that act... That act remained on the statute books until 18 months ago. And that not only forbade the speaking of Irish within any courtroom, it prohibited the completion of legal documentation in Irish. Until how long ago? 16, 18 months ago, hmm. when, the, when the UK finally, because Stormont wasn't sitting, and it was clear the DUP were never going to, to, to back an Irish language bill, because so we'll come back to that about Edwin Putz and what happened to him. Mm. So, so this very effectively, by the time that the famine came around, you were down to about 40% of people speaking Irish. And of course, the famine then wiped out Irish virtually completely, you know, and the various other laws very, very effectively turned us into, as Douglas Hyde said, little Englanders, you know, and it was a very effective way. And, and you know, almost worked almost worked you know I think that the Irish sort of became powerful around the world in a way the diaspora going to England going to America you know start becoming very well educated becoming active and militant you know and uh, and all of that it, it was an illustration that you can't really you can't really destroy the indigenous people you know and um, 
Then you move forward in 1898, and these kids would have been growing up in this regime. You know, Good Friday Agreement, the British mm. government committed to recognise the importance of respect and tolerance in relation to linguistic diversity, including the Irish language. You know. And uh, then you had the St Andrews Agreement. And after that, a Belfast Irish speaker, Keevan McGillicahan, made a legal application for his drinks licence in Irish, which was refused by the High Court in Belfast on the basis that it had not been made in English according to the 1737 Administration of Justice Act. And he appealed against the refusal. And Lord Justice Gervin acknowledged that whilst it was legal to use Welsh in Welsh courts and Scots Gaelic in the Scottish courts and accepted that the British government made a commitment to promote the Irish language in the Good Friday Agreement, concluded that allowing the use of Irish in the courts of Northern Ireland will frustrate the interests of justice. Now, is it any wonder, you know, when you look then at the behaviour of the DUP over the Irish language, mm. you know, Arlene Foster, oh, if we feed the crocodiles, they'll only come back for more. And the fucking crocodiles, like Edwin Putz, you know, who believes the world was created in seven days and dinosaurs are a myth, you know. He, uh, he held four ministries in the north and was comically unsuited to all of them. But, and do you, do you know David McCann, the broadcaster? You would know David. I don't think so. No? Anyway, in 2013, he told David McCann that his greatest achievement as the culture minister, imagine Edwin Putz being the culture minister, was burying the Irish language act. What an achievement. Burying well, the Irish you, language act. That's what act. culture is all about. Suppressing, suppressing things. Yeah, and, and, and so is it any wonder that kneecap are giving the middle finger mm. to the DUP and the British government and saying, look, you know, this is our cultural identity. You know, we have survived famine and, you know, mass execution, torture. You know, our relations mm. were murdered and then it was covered up. Is it any wonder that they have a massive middle finger up to all of that? And I think the most galling thing from the point of view of uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was an hour and 45 minutes of my life, I'll never get back, but the most galling, <laughs> but the most, I said, oh, for fuck's sake. And you couldn't even sleep because of the noise. Yeah, that's poor. But the most galling thing for the British establishment and, you know, the apologists for British terror here, which was by far the worst terror, you know, that's mm. been perpetrated. I mean, we were the f first colony in Ireland. You know, we were there, we were there, incubation you know or we were we were their lab their laboratory for for the 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 sort of demonic cruelty that they then exported around the globe destroying indigenous peoples annihilating them you know uh, 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 taking away everything that they had and the most galling thing i think about kneecap is that they're enjoying it they're having fun you know, they're, they're, they're doing it all with relish and, um, and they're, not, they're not backing away from it all, you know. Mm. And younger people are, are loving it and saying, you know what? Because you see, one of the things at the minute, you see, one of the other things about the films, there's a lot of Palestine emblems and Palestinian flags, etc. I mean, it's, extra it's extraordinary, but it's not really in a way that the unionist loyalist community just blindly supports Israel. I mean, it's just, mm. it's, almost, you know, it's almost universal. 
And that's an instinctive thing, and it's born of a tradition of supremacy and of the people they colonized being lesser than them. Because for you to be a colonizer, you have to believe that they're lesser than you. You know, if you're going to treat them, you know, structurally, systematically in your society as being lesser, you have to really believe that they are lesser. Mm. It's also a tribal thing because... But, you know. but it's less than that because you look at the coincidence, for example, of the UK, Germany, Canada, France, right? Mm. All the major colonial powers have thrown their weight fully behind Israel. All of the major colonial powers, you know, who have ravaged indigenous people, you know, who have committed terrible mass murder, you know, they see them as lesser, you know. I mean, in the Israeli case, you know, the Arab is lesser, you know, the Arab, the Arab subhuman, all that stuff, you know. Uh, in in the loyalist, in the loyalist thing in the north, you know, everything about us, Irish language, the GAA, our politicians, everything else, summed up in the fact, summed up in the fact, you know, that that everything was rosy for the DUP until. Until a Fenian, a Fenian, was entitled to become the first minister. And then all of a sudden, you know, they thought up every excuse under the sun. You know, artificial sea borders and, you know, everything to avoid, to avoid the ignominy of these fucking Fenians. F fucking first minister and me the deputy. And, and all of that is at play in what kneecap are doing, you know. I can't say, I don't want to sort of describe, you know, ascribe too much sophistication to it. But people aren't stupid in the North. I mean, everybody knows that that's what's happening with the DUP. Hmm. If this was, you know, if the DUP had won that election and were First Minister, well, then we'd have a storm it up and running. You know, we have not had an allocation of public funding, an extra allocation of public funding now for several years. 150,000 civil servants and public servants went on strike a week ago. And Chris Heaton-Harris, Chris Heaton-Harris, isn't it? Or Harris Heaton. Heaton-Harris. Fucking double-barreled surnames. Like. Anyway, Chris Harris Heaton-Harris, he, he said, well, you know, if you, you know it, it's, for the, it's for the assembly to, 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 to dedicate this uh, 3.6 billion. You know, we can't do it. Mm. So, you know, now you would think that the rational response to that is okay. We'll be in, we'll be we'll be back tomorrow morning, and we're going to sort all of these pay awards out. We're going to make sure people have this money that allows them to live, that allows them to survive, to pay their bills. But because Jeffrey Donaldson is going to have to sit in the shadow of a Fenian. is it a Fenian or is it Sinn Fein? That really makes any difference. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. No difference. As far as they were concerned, John Hume was shit under their shoe as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's a very, very basic thing. You know, I mean, and... and, and um, Jim Allister was secretly recorded, the TV politician, you know, talking about this and and giving the real reason as to why we don't have a Stormont. And that's because, you know, um, it was fucking set up. That fucking Catholic is now going to be the first minister. And he just cannot stomach that. Look, these are the growing pains of our society. Hmm. And... I mean, you could imagine, for example, let's 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 look at a fantastical example, you know. Um, if if by some miracle, you know, the people in Gaza are not completely obliterated, uh, and there was a day, whenever you know you had one state, I'm just like it's obviously very theoretical because mm. it, it won't happen, and and somehow you know a Gazan, a subhuman animal, was all of a sudden. You know, part of a prosperous, you know, confident community that had made peace and was keen to copper fasten that peace and to look outward and was going to be the first minister in Israel. I mean, you can imagine. I make the point just on the basis that it's it's galling for the supremacist, just as it was galling for many Americans when Barack Obama became the president, you know. Um, it's, just, it's a journey that the North saw on. And I have to say, I, I think in a way that that kneecap don't hinder that journey. I, I know the point, like, uh, you know, people like me can't go around saying up there and singing ooh up there and stuff like that because we have a different role. I'm trying to explain this as best I can. But there's a real world out there which is much realer than anything I can conjure up or much realer than the world that I live in. And that's that world of the younger generations where, you know, kneecap do a rap and it gets 5 million views. Mm. You know, like, they, 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 like it's an avalanche. It's not like, we, we, look, we have, a, we have a great podcast, we have great numbers, all that sort of thing, but our reach is limited. Mm. I mean, their reach is, their reach is going to be enormous. You know, I mean, whatever day Eminem brings them in as the support act, they're going to be worldwide. Yeah. You know, because also I think that it's a mark of the popularity of Irish people and, and the popularity around the world in many ways of the struggle, you know, and of sort of Irish republicanism. You know, we, or, you know, or at least some sort of understanding of it, which might be 
Yeah, because there's basic. A, yeah, because there's a greater understanding of the British Empire now, and a whole mm. lot of you know very eminent historians and scholars are doing painstaking research on what it actually was because they burnt most of the records, they covered up a lot of mm. stuff, as you know. I mean, many of the books that you have introduced me to that opened my eyes to what they did in mm. Pakistan and mm. India, you know, places around the globe. Um, but yeah, I like. I think that's that's I like. But there is also and I, I, like. Uh, just a sense and you talk about you know young people and all that it is it is that freedom from the kind of the and maybe this you know from the nuts and bolts and the nitty-gritty of it too exactly. you know to, what I mean? they didn't have to suffer they didn't it. suffer it and they didn't have to kind of you know even if you are if you're coming from that community and you believe that the provisional ira are are your defenders you still you're you're you're, you're often in situations where you're going how how do i defend this how do I defend Warrington? How do I defend? Correct. You know what I mean. How do I? How do I reconcile this idea that we need somebody to fight for our free, or to to liberate us, and to stand up to the oppressor with these horrific acts, these murder, mm -hmm. the killing, murder of children, those kind of things? And I think when you get some distance, you can kind of say, well, it's all, <laughs> it's all kind of, you know. This is all part of the kind of, uh, uh, and also because there's peace, yeah. also because there's a sense of right. There is a, a trajectory, um, which now makes kind of doesn't make sense of it, but it gives some, uh, it gives some purpose to all of this, and it means it wasn't entirely, you know. And you see it, you see it with, uh, you know, um, the family of, uh, you know, you see it with Tim Parry, you know that, you know, the people who've worked for peace yeah. like that. Um, uh, it's Colin Parry, isn't it? Isn't that his, his father's name? Yeah, yeah. And you know, they they. I was the little boy blown up more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, and like his face will be forever. Yeah, yeah. and and like, but they they find, and you know, you saw it even in you know when Ennis Gillen with Gordon Wilson with his daughter when, who was who was who was blown up by the IRA and and, and that sense of that sense of some some kind of some greater. Some people who, in the moment, had a sense of something greater, mm -hmm. and that then, when peace came along, that they actually delivered meaning. And I've talked about, I've talked to you before on this podcast about meeting Alan Black, yeah. um, totally by chance one day in Besbrook, um, when myself and Peter Oborn were up there doing a, a film on on Brexit before the, the the Brexit deal was done during the Theresa May, May time, and Alan Black got off a bus, and Alan Black was the only survivor of the Kingsmill massacre when the IRA under on using using a different name because it, there was a, it was a purely sectarian killing shot a, a number of protestant workers and Alan Black they let one catholic go horrendous. go and then they Alan Black was shot but survived yeah. but we met him and he was talking about how we can't go back we can't go back mm. and all these people are kind of have allowed in a way they have allowed kneecap to be who they are through the through that that suffering has allowed kneecap to be who they are and i take your point that there is only you can only look forward and you can only yeah. hope for people to have confidence and then you know people fall into the trap it's a bit you know the, like the daily mail you know that they, they fall into that trap of of responding to them in a way and the daily mail doesn't care one way or the other yeah. what happens to northern Ireland. i would say i would say um that the um that the uh, the um, the uh, most the most powerful persuasive case for 
for Irish unity at the moment. A friend of mine texted me the other night uh, watching Connor Bradley play for Liverpool, the young uh, defender from, from Tyrone. Bloody Fenians. Uh, you know, GA background. <laughs> and uh, he said, to, and he, but he, play, he plays for Northern Ireland. Um, he yes. plays for Northern Ireland. A friend of mine texted me saying. At least yeah. Aaron. Yeah. And he said, Bradley, Connor Bradley has convinced me. He sent me this text. God, Prad- Connor Bradley has convinced me we need a border poll now. <laughs> In because here, Fra- you know, Fra- Frankie Boyle's great line the other night apparently said that the DUP were the political wing of the Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> but the point about kneecap is that whilst we, you know, and people who lived through it, um, are, are are very conscious of the atrocities and of the terrible pain suffered by people, you know, and all of that. Um, they are they're taking on the outrage industry. They're taking on that sort of you know that excuse for politics that the DUP have had now for mm. thirty years, which is ah, but the IRA, lest we forget, but the IRA, and remember they did that, and remember they did that, and and unless we forget, and but the IRA, and but the IRA, I call it IRA, you know. Mm. And for a while there, I went after the DUP very publicly about it, and amazingly, it dried up. Because if you said anything at all, the DUP would say, if if somebody was making a constructive point, well, that's all very well from the member over there. IRA, 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 IRA. And I think what NECAP are doing is they're taking on that outrage industry and poking fun at it and saying, listen, we need to get on, lads. And, you know, um, when they shout sort of Brits out and Brits out and get your Brits out and all of that, you know, it's, it's resonating with people. Also, I think it, you know, the film ends on a very ecumenical, a very cross-community note. Is this are they having sex with Protestants again? He orgasms, he shouts, Chukyarla, she slaps him. And over the course of a series of tumultuous sexual encounters, they fall in love. I'm reading and one of the last scenes in the film is her with all her wee Protestant loyalist tattoos and all going to adult Irish class to learn Irish. My very like Linda Irvine, you know, yeah, re- yeah. leading, you know, sort of the, 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 you know, from a very loyalist background who's now, you know, she's the president of uh, East Belfast Gaelic Club, which is now the third biggest membership mm. of any Gaelic club in the north. Uh, she's the honorary president of that, and she's leading uh, an Irish language revival in East Belfast. And who would have thought these things were possible? Mm-hmm. So, like, kneecap slot in there somewhere. You're absolutely right. They have an eye for the publicity. You know, they're 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 going to do they're going to do very 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 well with young people. They're going to rock it out. The hip hop wolf tones. Well, I, but, yeah. but but I shall I I for one. She'll not be going to any of their concerts. Well, I want you to read. My my wife read in in one. I, this is no, I'm turning to Ryan Tuberty again. My wife read in one sitting a book. You, you, uh, have, you have you are fascinated. Well, I love his I love his his diary. Uh, um, as much as he loves love, possibly. If if it's possible to love to love anything as much as Ryan Tuberty loves love, uh, but. She said to me, she read this book in, in more or less in, in, in one sitting, the book called Trespasses by Louise Kennedy, a woman called Louise Kennedy, which she asked me, she said, I'd like you to read it. And she said, I'd like Joe to read it. 
and it's a story about the North, and it's in it's set in the seventies. And I've just started it, but it's actually all about like all those signals of sectarianism, and you know, a, a, a woman from a Catholic background meeting meeting a Protestant. And you know he's he, you know and and then how that is how that is treated by other people in the community. Now I've only started it, but it's gripping, and it's um, but it's also a reminder of where we were, you know, and that sense that this wasn't this wasn't <laughs> nobody was uh, nobody was doing this for fun. Like this wasn't you know the, the, the consequences of yeah. of these things were serious you know and like and i always remember like that is the thing like sectarian, i remember when i interviewed sean o'higgin the civil servant the irish civil servant who had a huge amount to do with uh downing street declaration and he always made that point about sectarianism you could opt out of it to a certain degree he said but at the same time you step you, you make the wrong you t make a step in the wrong direction and it's not, you know, the, the younger it, generations are changing everything in the yeah. north. I mean, they're they're going to do that. That that's a wave. You know, we can talk about it and intellectualize about mm. it and say, well, why something should happen, mm. but it's a wave that's happening amongst the young people, and you know, everything is changing very, very, very quickly, and I predict that very soon, the DUP are going to come on board because they are slumping. They're slumping in the polls. Their their instinct, their go-to is always, look, you know, no surrender, anti-everything, all mm. of the rest of it. That has always served them well in the polls. But real people are feeling real pain now in the North uh, because of the lack of government. And um, I predict that within 20 years, the DUP will come back into government. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly 25. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you've been listening to Free State. <laughs> But when I drink I'm okay Gets further away Every time I try grab it Underneath I'm a chatter in this heaven Got a little peak one day Made me feel a go of seven I know it exists But I can't stop getting pissed One more thing I'll be added to the list Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials You'll want for your next getaway Like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.